Good morning, everybody. Um, it's June 2nd today. It's a Tuesday. And I just, today it's going to be two podcasts because I just realized that I got so tied up with camping the other day that I uh, forgot to post the podcast I did last week um, in response to the little brief one that I did. So today's podcast, we're going to get back to um, exercising the training that I'm doing um, with uh, the boot band and my trainer road app. So my whoop band was down for about two weeks and I, what I think has happened with the whoop band here is I, I think what they've done is they've tried to advance it maybe a little too quick. They, they added a few things and I, I think they were counteractively um, shutting each, each other down. So it was hard to get, um, it was hard to get, uh, keep connectivity and stuff like that. And then eventually my, my band, it just, it just shut down. Um, they are, they can be very difficult to get a hold of. Um, that is certainly something that they need to work on. Uh, cause when it's, you know, when, the, when they send you the information, you follow what it is that they want you to do and the band will connect, the band will connect. And then you try a few things that other people have suggested, uh, and it still won't go then they should initiate the prog process of getting you out of band a lot quicker um just for the simple reason that you know when you're when you're trying to follow through on some of these programs and stuff and i mean then you're paying money for it and everything else then you kind of want to get it to a point where it's it's working properly all the time right so anyway it's enough about that so this morning, um, you'll see it's posted on uh, the transplant page. So it's my journey to heart transplant. It's also posted on um, my Instagram. So if you want to see what it is I'm talking about and what it is I'm doing, then go check go check out my Instagram. It's new underscore heart 14 on Instagram. And you will see, um, you will see the different things that I've posted. And, and like I said, it's also posted up on, um, uh, my journey to heart transplant on Facebook. Okay. So that way you can follow along with, with what it is that I'm, um, that I'm talking about um, with this and and how I'm following through on my training and stuff. So I've got a bit of a bit of information today that that I'd like to share with you, um, and some comparisons and um, you know things that may help uh, help you, you know, in increase what what it is that you're you know you're you're trying to do. Um, and uh, uh, I'm just posting this up on Instagram because I just realized that I didn't. Um, so we, uh, we had a good night's sleep last night. And um, my recovery was 87%. HRV went up to 24. And my resting heart rate... Uh, last night dropped um, dropped 87 and just a few nights ago it was 97 94 97 so that's coming back down again which is good but I will say this about some of the things that have been going on uh, lately so what I've noticed is the second that I vary off of, and I know I've said this a million times, so I'm not going to beat, beat a dead horse on this. But the, the, the minute I get off of, um, um, the minute that I get off of eating what I'm supposed to be eating, uh, everything basically goes to hell in a handbasket. So today I had 
Um, Today I had a really sore knee halfway through. And um, uh, my ankle started acting up and a couple other things. And I'll tell you why. Last night we were out doing some stuff and it started getting late and I haven't had time to pre-cook any meals. And um, we stopped and we stopped in a restaurant, we had food and full of carbs and everything else. Um, I think I had nachos and I had the, was, uh, the brew house and they, they've got this, um, I love garlic bread with cheese. And they've got this really good cheesy bread. Um, anyway, I paid for it this morning. I made all my joints swell up and everything else. So today I'm going to have to get back on track here and, and, and smarten up basically. Um, find that to be for whatever reason i find that to be a, a huge contributor oh another thing I, I bought a tomato plant and i actually have a small tomato growing so i'm pretty happy about that i'm looking out my window looking at my tomato plant i just thought i'd let everybody know that um i was actually able to grow a small tomato on that but i think it's because my wife's been looking after the plant i keep forgetting and then when i get around to it luckily uh um my wife is taking care of of uh of that plant so um the ride went really well today it was a very difficult ride it was a high speed um a higher power ride and i did make it through the end of the ride i did question it at times when i hit the last block um you can see it on the page and you'll kind of see how it's set up but um i got 13 and a bit miles out of this ride um i'm not i'm not sure that um my my band was picking up my my heart rate necessarily is as accurate as what it could have been but i know that they're making some changes in that band so uh, you know it, it is what it is but i got a pretty good idea and I, I gotta be honest i just felt it was really really difficult to get my heart rate up into the 140s and in a couple of the peaks if you're looking at the app you'll see where i really needed that heart rate up into the 140s uh, to be quite honest i needed it up in the 150s to get the blood down into my legs but my legs are getting um this was i, f I felt i feel that this was a difficult ride today and my legs are getting better even though i ate like an idiot yesterday and i think if i hadn't have done that um i would have been much better off um I would have been I wouldn't have had that that lag in the muscle I do believe however though that I burnt I washed out a lot of that um, so now I'm following up with a uh, black rifle coffee tea I think uh, my wife made the coffee this morning I think it's AK-47 Espresso it's, it's really tasty and we uh we um i got almost 32 ounces of water in no almost 16 sorry almost 20 ounces of water in and i've drank another glass of water afterwards but i'll need to get another glass of water in me and then um i will have a little i don't know a little something to to tie me over and then i will have lunch i'm going to try and hold off lunch until like 11 or 12 o'clock um that'll really start to flush my system out and um i i'm really trying to get back to not eating past eight o'clock it's very difficult though right this time of year it was light until 10 30 11 last night i'm pretty sure and when i got up this morning at five the sun was was definitely lighting the area so um it's harder to to get that sleep because there's so much light you just want to keep going and going and going and going which is fine but this is another reason why the band comes in handy because it's letting me know how much sleep i'm getting and i find when i'm starting to wear out the especially to do with the um especially to do with 
the light and that, it'll tell me, you know, that, hey, you, you know, you're low on sleep. Instead of me just thinking I'm low on sleep, I actually have something reminding me, which is helping uh, me to slow things down, okay? And... I mean, that was a really hard ride this morning. So I'm really happy that I was able to complete it. And I'm really happy that um, I did actually make it through. I was kind of doubting it at one point that I was going to make it through. So, um, you know, of course, I believe what they say that 80% of this is diet. Um, I had a discussion with uh, um, a nice lady on... Transplant survivors, I think, or heart transplant recipients or something on Facebook. And we were talking about, you know, the COVID going back to work. And we had had a discussion about, you know, our immune systems and all that sort of stuff. The way that we, you know, they kind of mentioned that maybe we were in a little bit better shape. I mean, we, I, I'm always playing dodgeball with everybody anyway. But regardless of that, um, you know, when... It's the same thing when it comes to, you know, retention of water and, and uh, our meds and all that sort of thing. That's why I like working out in the morning. I like working out in the morning, again, because I get a bunch of water in me from the workout. And I haven't taken my meds yet. So I'll take my meds here in about, I don't know, half an hour, 45 minutes. And that way... When they hit my system, yes, you know, they're getting dissolved and everything, but there's a bunch of water in there that my kidneys are processing and, and now the pills hit and there's lots of fluid in there and I'm not dehydrated. And that's a lot easier on my kidneys. And that's showing up six and a half plus years. Yeah, six and a half years in now. Yeah, it's June. Um, well, at the end of this month, actually. I'm six and a half. So it's called six and a half years in. And I still have... My kidneys are still in excellent shape. My liver's still in excellent shape. Everything's still in excellent shape. And they kind of advised me that if I didn't get my water intake up around six, seven, eight years, that I could be, I could be having issues. And it would start that my creatine would start to climb. And, and the last few blood tests I've done, there's there's been no hint of that whatsoever. I've been in the perfect range. So if I could just figure out a way to stop like an ice cream and jiffy pop and figure out a way to keep it into a better um you know a little more willpower <laughs> then uh i think i'd be made in the shade um but at some point i'll 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 get that i'll get that sorted out um but i think that's all i i really want to talk about today was you know, the fact that I, I did get this training session in again, it's, it's, um, I'm following what I, what I set up on my ramp test. I know that I have another ramp test coming in because I'm following a schedule on this. I have missed a few days on the schedule and I'm not concerned about that. I set it up over a, a five day. Um, and I'm, I'm not worried about that. If I'm, you know, if I'm really tired in the morning or whatever, I'm, I'm working a lot now. There's there's a lot of stuff going on that uh, you know in order to keep the, the you know the company going and strong. Um, I have to be careful. That I'm not lagging out at two o'clock in the afternoon. So, um, having said that, I wish everybody a a safe day. And um, I know there's a lot going on out there right now, but maybe. Uh, Maybe we can get some sort of a, you know, a, a, a miracle here and, and, you know, we can start to, you know, get things sorted. It, it's, you know, it's hard being, I, I, I think it's hard looking at this when I, when I looked at the Facebook picture of that and, and saw what had happened to that man and thought about, you know, everything that we, you know, how hard it is that we fought to be alive and to be here and how many people helped us of all different races and, 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 you know, um, you know, 
sex didn't matter and um, sexual orientation didn't matter and the race didn't matter. You know, they, they, they were all just there to, to help us, no matter our sex or our race or our orientation. And then you see something like that and it just boggles your mind that that somebody could put somebody else's life at risk that way. And I just, it just boggles, it just boggles my mind. I mean, you know, I just did that. I just did a brief little podcast. I touch on it quite a bit about how important it is, how important life is and how we, you know, if we could pass that message on to others about the one-way ticket that we're on here. and You know, I got really lucky because I got this transplant. I, I was so flipping sick that it wasn't even funny. There was no way I was getting out of the hospital. And then, bang, I get this healthy heart. I don't know who the heart came from. It could be a woman's heart. It could be uh, a man's heart. It could be a black guy's heart. It could be a Asian woman's heart. It could be... Um, you know, a, a gay man's heart. It just doesn't matter. And I would give, if, you know, when it comes to my, you know, one of these days or years or whatever, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to die. That's the way it's going to be. And if my organs were good enough, I would donate them happily to any of those people because of the, of the idea of them getting that second chance to to live, to be with their families, and and um, you know, and 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 be happy and make memories and all those things that we fought so hard for, and then it's just snuffed out on somebody. And I don't want to talk, like, I don't want to get into the the political aspect of it because I, that's just such a deep, deep hole of shit. You know, these, in my opinion, these idiots that we have running these countries. I said, my daughter, my youngest daughter, was talking to me about this and last night how I felt about the riots and how I felt about certain things and anyway that's a discussion that her and I had because I don't want to get into that aspect of it but the one thing that I that I did say to my daughter was in North America we've close to 400 million people or maybe even more I think it's around 400 million people and I can't believe that the, I don't know, between the two cabinets, let's say there's the, the, you know, the federal parties, the parties that run the country. Let's say that there's, I don't know, 300 people. So that's what, decimal 0.1%, let's say, or less of the population have completely... Turn, and it's not just it's not just one group and you know that's not what I'm getting in here I'm not anti right now at this podcast I'm not anti anybody but I wish there was a way that we could rein some of these leaders in and and get this you know get some of this sorted out you know when I look back in the hospital I think about all of those people one of the fellas there's two orderlies that worked with me in the hospital and um, they you know would help when I first came out of surgery you know if anybody's had their chest split open 
and then they had it split open again. Um, you know, they they would help move me because I had all these tubes and everything, and it was just really hard, and I was tired, and I was starting to get weak. One was a white guy, and one was a black guy, and neither one of them even blinked an eye when it came to help. They just helped, and um, I had great conversations with both of those men. My nurses were every, every, I think every race we have and religion we have in this world were, were my nurses and they always helped. They always worked hard to help. And I don't think that that's a, an anomaly, you know, I think that there's people that dislike other people for different reasons. Maybe, you know, um, maybe somebody's too, I don't know, boisterous or, um, you know, maybe somebody tells really bad jokes or, or, you know, I mean, we have all these different situations, but, you know, when I was when I was in the hospital, I met um, all sorts of different people that had had heart transplants. Every religion, every race, and there was one common thing that everybody wanted to talk about, and that was how do you feel. Especially when I came back and I was after my transplant and I came back and I would talk to people in the hospital. How do you feel? When am I going to get back to normal life? You know, what are you able to do? What are you not able to do? Are you back to work? You know, there, there wasn't, you know, you, you, like I just can't imagine somebody saying, well, before they went in, like before I went in to talk to somebody, well, you know, what color is this person or, or what's their religion or what's their sexual orientation, you know, because it has to fit my regime before I go in there and talk to them. Yet, I mean, I could have anybody's heart inside me and it still works. You know, there's this huge divide. I get it. And I'm not questioning any of the politics or the reasons behind it. I'm just coming across as, as a transplant guy who, after having a heart transplant, has had his, his eyes opened even more than what they were before. And the value of life and the unnecessary taking of life um, is just is just horrible. I, I can actually almost feel um, how horrible it would have been for that man to be on the ground with that knee in his neck, not being able to breathe. And having a underlying, I'm pretty sure I read that he had an underlying heart issue. And you put those two things together and not being able to breathe is absolutely horrific. I have been in a situation where I wasn't able to breathe. I've been in a position where I had a heart issue that made breathing very, very difficult. And then to not be able to fight back. Um, at all. And all and to have all those people around and nobody help. I just can't imagine. I just I just 
I just wonder if if anybody and and I know that this that this was a um, a black man uh, um, and 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 there was no reason at all for him to be treated like that. There's just a million different ways that you know I I don't know why he was. I read a couple reports on why he may or may not have been on the ground and why or why or why not they may have been arrest him. But I can't get over the fact that what that man went through in that eight minutes, eight friggin' minutes. And the issue I have with it is this complete senseless loss of life and I I understand why people are upset and I think of other situations where I think that we have not taken into consideration just how valuable this life that we are living is. And I just wish that there was a way that, that, you know, we could, uh, we could somehow get that, that point across. And, and it just seems to me that we allow these so-called, they're not leaders to me. Um, I, th I think that we're always trying to pick the lesser of, of two evils, when 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 we're picking these these people. And I mean, like I just can't believe in Canada right now the the four people that we have to pick from to lead our country. You know, and then, and and. And then you look at the states, and I mean, they have two people who, in my opinion, they're all jackasses. That's just my it's it's my opinion based on my value of 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 human life, no matter what color, sex, or or orientation you are. I just don't think that. I, so when I'm doing when I'm doing jujitsu, you know we're we're taught how to you know maneuver ourselves and do certain things and stuff to get out of certain situations. And I can tell you right now that I have been in situations that are more than uncomfortable. And you know my my train all I have to do is tap. My training partner relieves the pressure. Or, you know, if, if, if I'm hurt or whatever, I tap and, and, and the pressure is relieved and, and it's a great scapegoat. But, but another thing that I realize is there are certain parts of the body you can put pressure on. And I'm telling you, it is massively uncomfortable and, and it downright hurts. Like I watched some of these black belts. Like my professor, I see some of the positions that he gets himself in. And I mean, this guy is fit. Um, he's, he's a, his human quality is 10, 10 out of 10. And so are my training partners, all of them. And uh, there's all kinds of different people in that, in my um, school. There's all different races and stuff in my school. Um, you know, there's men and women that, that do jujitsu together. I've had my, ass kicked by several um, women in there and not because I'm rolling light or not because I'm taking it easy on some because they literally just kick my ass because they're better which is great to me but every single person in there it's just a simple tap and I think that 
you know, we're all together. Same as in the hospital, we're all together. Um, some of the people I work with, uh, native, well, my wife's native. Um, you know, uh, one of one of my friends is from Jamaica. Um, I've done several work with some of the uh, Filipino guys here in town. Um, and and I I mean you know we I work for um, um for Sikh guys and Muslim guys and stuff like that men and women I just say guys just because it's habit from from coaching and stuff so you know there's but the thing is is, is these are all decent people that are just same with this guy on the concrete he's just trying to make a living you know and and when my wife and I we briefly talked about it last night you know, I. I was under the impression that there may have been something to do with a, a, a check or something that I had heard. I don't have any fact check on that. but And I'm not going to fact check it. If that was the case, I'm not, for the life of me, understanding in the middle of a pandemic. And, I mean, did his daughter, it looks like I saw a picture. I'm assuming that was his daughter. Maybe it wasn't the young lady that was with him. Um, if that was his daughter, did maybe she needed medication? Maybe they were out of food. Maybe he knew the money was in there, or or, or something happened, and he just needed this check cash so he could supply his his family with food. Um, yeah, maybe he was irate because the check wouldn't go through, and then all of a sudden the police are there and they're giving him a hard time and everything. And hey, I'm, I'm gonna tell you something right now. If my wife and kids needed food or somebody needed medicine, um, I would become very, very desperate about resolving the situation because sometimes people are so hard to get along with when it comes to resolving a situation. I've had several times where I have been in the hospital dealing with a nurse, telling this nurse that they are giving me the wrong food because I'm on a sodium diet. And had to go to the head nurse and say to that head nurse, listen, I don't know what you guys are doing here. And I had to be very, very firm. And my wife had to come with me. That was hours and hours and hours of explaining because nobody was listening. So what happens if this poor guy was going through the same thing? And I just think, I just think we need to revamp we almost need to hit pause. I, I know that it can't happen, but I wish it could. When, I don't think that a lot of the people, the ordinary people like you and I, are are what everybody's making us out to be. These, these people filled with hatred for each other. Um, yeah, I mean... These people that I that I'm around, these people I work with, they all make me laugh. And you know, we, we all talk about training and we all talk about being in shape and what foods we eat. Like one of my buddies is is vegan, so he tells me about some of the meals he eats, and I tell him about, you know, my you know, eating wild meat because it, it really helps me feel good. Um, my system, it really works with my system really well. Um He'll eat it. I think he eats a little bit of fish. Doesn't eat any chicken, but he'll eat a little bit of fish. Um, but he really, really feels good when he's eating a lot of vegetables. And I have other friends that have to eat like really, really balanced. Um, you know, lots of vegetables, lots of meat. And we all discuss all these things. We're all different backgrounds. We're all different people. And never, you know, it's just fine the way it is. You know. And then, you know, you have this one asshole. Like, let's say out of 400 million people in North America, between Canada and the States, how many of these idiots do we have that are doing this, I don't know, on a daily, weekly, or monthly basis? How many people are being this ignorant towards life? And then you base the whole population on it. You know, if you have people that are that are that are fighting to survive, if you have people that are 
doing whatever they can to provide for their families. You know, you, you have people that are working sometimes three jobs, two parents working three jobs each or one parent working three jobs, you know, and, and he or she, they never get to see their kids or this, that or whatever else. I mean, do you not think that there's at some point, there's a, there's a point where that person's getting pretty close to snapping. They never get a chance to breathe. They never get a chance to relax. Who knows why they're in that situation, but why are we judging because of the situation that they're in or how they got into that situation? We will give hundreds of billions of dollars away to other countries. But we won't help people with mental health issues. And it, it blows my mind. We've lost the respect. I, I don't know. The, the, the respect of life. We've lost it, in my opinion. It's a horrible thing to lose. I think about all of those people. Go on Instagram and stroke into liver transplant, kidney transplant, hashtag stem cell, hashtag organ donor, hashtag uh, cancer survivor, hashtag, like, I don't know how many men and women um, on the Instagram are just amazing fighters fighting through transplant, fighting through stem cell transplant, fighting through diabetes, all these people that I, that I like on, on Instagram, all very, very inspirational, all loving life, all from different places, different backgrounds, all with different likes. I mean, I, I follow a guy on there who, um, man, this guy, I think he, he might be addicted to new shoes. He's got some really cool shoes. Uh, he's an LVAD, so he's living with LVAD. And I follow another guy who's a black belt in jiu-jitsu who's had a heart transplant and got his black belt while he, um, after he got his transplant. Uh, I'd follow another, like there's, there's a, a lot of uh, women on there that have completely lost their hair, you know? And, and I mean, look at the, you know, my wife always likes to have her hair all brushed, not like us animals, most of us guys. You know, oh, my hair looks good enough, you know. And, and then our, you know, our, our women, you know, our wives, they, you know, they like to do certain different things, right? Some don't like to put makeup, some do, and that's all everybody's choice. To me, my wife looks good either way. So I'm very, very lucky. Uh, well, I love her, though. I mean, you know, hair, no hair, whatever. It doesn't matter to me um, for anybody. But these, you know, these women are proudly, men and women are proudly showing pictures with their, with their scars, their trophies from transplant. They're, they're showing their, their proud pictures with hair, with no hair. I've survived. I'm trying to survive. I'm fighting for my life and everything else. Do you, do you really honestly believe that these people are, are worried about the color of the person that's helping them in their fight? If I walk into a room and there's a thousand people in that room that want to that wanna hear me tell them how I got through my journey and how it is that I, I fight to stay alive every day, do you really think I care who's in the audience? No. And I think, look, look at all the comedians out there. They don't, they don't care who's in the audience. They just want to make people laugh. And, you know, I would hope that that's the same with, with teachers. And, and, and um, I don't believe that's the same with politicians, though. I think politicians are very, very selective. I think it's, it's all whatever's in it for them is how that works, I believe. They're not concerned about us as people. I think we need to quit thinking about that, that they are actually concerned about bettering our lives. I don't believe that at all, unfortunately. Because I've seen people, in my opinion, who are actually trying to better other people's lives. The nurses and the, the you know, even the people that came in and, and changed the garbage in my, um, in my room were very pleasant 
very beautiful people, like amazing how nice they were all the time, three o'clock in the morning. I know I was supposed to be asleep, but that's the people that I see. And I believe that that's the majority of the people in these countries. I know that there's people that are living in, in horrible conditions. And, you know, everybody has different opinions on why they're in those conditions. I don't have an opinion on that. I just, I just wish they weren't living in those conditions. I just wish that we, you know, that we would, first off, that we would spend a lot more money on our mental health and helping people out with the mental health in this country um, and probably in, in uh, I'm not too familiar with, with um, the United States and how they treat mental health, but I, I hear it's not great. And um, I, I think, you know, having kids out at recess and, you know, making sure that, that kids are playing musical instruments and having fun and drama. And if you have a kid that has, um, you know, ADHD, for instance, maybe he gets five recesses a day, he or she. Um, and maybe history, they need to teach more history, you know, because when I was talking to my younger daughter last night, my youngest daughter last night, she mentioned a couple things about just, you know, some horrible atrocities. She didn't learn that in school, though. She learned it. Um, her and her friends were, were Googling and, and that. She brought up a TikTok group where, you know, some of these kids have had enough of this. And that's good. It's the, Maybe it's their generation that's going to help to stop the... This idea that we're going to put the knee on the back of a neck of a, a man or woman for eight minutes. And for whatever reason, not stop the person that's doing that. Especially when it's supposed to be. Maybe they have to have a better screening process for these, for these people that are becoming, you know, in these positions of power. Because I'm about 99.9% .9 sure that some people are only becoming into these positions of power because they want the power. And I have met a lot of fantastic um, emergency responders, RCMP, OPP, and police officers. But it's one bad apple, right? Or more. I mean, I'm just basing this on, on this one opinion. Which still comes back to my opinion and my thoughts on we're losing the value of life. We work so much. We try to get so many material goods. We get ourselves into a position that we are, you know, in some cases we're working 60 hours a week to enjoy 24. Or we might be working 72 hours a week to enjoy 12 hours and I get that um, you know that you know we yes we need a house we need a roof over our head and I get that you know we need to be able to get back and forth to work and our you know our, our kids uh, you know they need medicine and, and um, you know sports activities and and all this sort of stuff. But then again, I come back to the fact that if, if we had a true understanding of how just how valuable this life is, then maybe there's a way that we, there's always going to be that, that person that wants to work seven days a week, you know, 12 plus hours a day. And then all of a sudden, at the age of 42, they retire. Um, so in that case, um, that, that's, it's all free will, right? But it can't be free will when you're, when you're pinning somebody down on the ground or, or you're 
you know, my, my daughter brought up that this, this young man was shot and he didn't have a gun. He was shot 16 times or something ridiculous like that. He didn't even have a gun. And I saw a video where a fella had stolen a cement truck and the cement truck stopped. And they had him in the cab and I don't I didn't see any weapons. Then they opened fire on him. Which turned out that nobody hit him. So maybe they just opened fire just to to make it look like maybe nobody was actually aiming at the cab. Um because when they, you know, when they pulled him out of the vehicle and whatever else, and I get it, maybe he was high on drugs or maybe he was drunk or maybe um Maybe he, you know, was mentally ill. But if you have somebody that's repeating that offense, then, you know, or, or, or you bring somebody in instead of, you know, not treating the issue, why are we not treating the issue? Why are we spending, you know, billions and billions and billions, like, like $850 million Canada gave to the H the WHO a couple weeks ago $850 million for what? So they can handle the next let's say pandemic the same way that they handled this one? And can you imagine what that eight, like $850 million could do for the mental health issues that we have in Canada? Like how many hospitals is that? And how many professionals is that? Like I don't mind paying taxes if my money's gonna go and help those people. And getting into some of these subdivisions in, in the rougher parts of towns, cleaning the subdivisions up, cleaning the gun crime up. Not the law-abiding gun crime, but stopping these, these illegal guns coming in and, and these people being, you know, um, trapped in their homes you know value of life you know I'm really blessed to be able to get on first off to get a heart then to be able to get on a bike this morning and have this boot band and, and be able to do all these things and share all these comments with with you guys out there and 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 you know be able to to share what my beliefs are but um I cannot I cannot tell you the feeling in my stomach. I can't watch the video. I know that there's a video of people yelling that this, you know, that this this poor man can't breathe or whatever else. Get off his neck and all this sort of stuff. And the guy's, I don't know what the fuck he's doing to, to continue doing that from what I've told for eight minutes. I can't tell you, but how much I know how he felt laying there with no breath, not being able to do anything and nobody listening to him. Basically while he slowly slipped away. And that amount of disregard for a human being, for a human life, um, for whatever whatever minimal or, or useless non-sequential crime that he may or may not have committed is nothing compared to what these politicians crimes commit in a day nothing the feeling it's just it, it it turns my stomach and it it, it it just the feeling that that man was going the the thoughts going through that man's head um are oh to be out of breath like that
and having that, if I'm right about the underlying heart issue, then to have that added to that and to be in that state of panic and state of disbelief. Like, why, why is nobody helping me? Why is this guy doing this? It's, it's, it's absolutely uh, mind. I don't even, I don't have a word to describe it. And there's a lot of other people out there that I follow on Instagram with chronic heart disease, congestive heart failure, asthma, um, people that are beat right down from cancer treatment that could tell you that you just have no idea what was going through that man's head. And I'm going to add something else to this too that makes it even, for whatever reason, if it was a fact that he needed to, you know, this, this check thing, if I'm right about that, as that poor man was slowly drifting out of, you know, realizing that, 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 that he was in deep, deep trouble, I'm telling you right now from personal experience, and I know this for a fact, one of the things he was thinking about the fact was how how was he gonna how was he gonna resolve this so that he could resolve whatever issue it was that he was having before, which caused him to be in that situation. And there I read a couple of things there before I before I couldn't read anymore where people were saying that this he was a good man. You know. Um and I mean, like, it's just mind boggling. And I think that's where we're at in some cases. I think we've completely, in some cases, we've lost touch with just how important it is us being here. You know, I don't think that we realize how fortunate we are to have each other and, you know, I, I had a lady from Serbia cut my hair the other day. And she was telling me some stories about her country. They were amazing. And I think she's only been in Canada for like, oh, since March. Since March. And she's telling me all these, you know, she's telling me a bunch of stories. Never would have known those interesting facts, you know. Um, when uh, you know when when my when my buddy and I are giving each other a hard time, you know, and, and having fun, and and you know, he tells me stories about, um, you know, Jamaica, or he tells me stories about, you know, some of the stuff that, um, like some of the cultural stuff and stuff that 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 he has from Jamaica or that is, you know, his mom and dad and all that sort of stuff. Man, that those stories are fascinating. Some of the, some of the things that they do and, you know, in other countries and stuff like that, we've lost that. The different things that people do in life, you know, um, you got a person that plays cello or an artist, uh, sports people, um, you know, for me, a lot of hunting people, archery people, uh, I follow everybody. Every page I come up with, as long as it's not, you know, some, you know, as long as it's not poachers and stuff like that, but to do with bow hunting and bow archery and shooting targets and, and, and all that sort of stuff. I follow all that stuff because I'm greatly interested in all that sort of thing. And, man, there's... There's all sorts of different people on that site. And everybody's getting along. And then you put the, you know, you get some of these government supposed leaders. And what do they do? They friggin' destroy it for everybody. I don't know. I don't know. It's just my take. 
And you know what? I probably missed a lot. I'm coming at it from the value of, of a life. And what that man went through really, really bothers me. What he would have went through in the last minutes of his life really, 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 really bothers me because I've been there and I've felt that. And to be completely helpless, to know that you are completely at the whim of everybody else and you are just literally praying for a miracle. I've been there. And I, it's a horrible feeling. And I just can't imagine doing that to somebody, putting somebody at risk like that. You know, anyway, I wish, I wish everybody safeness. And I hope that an incident like this never, ever happens again. And I hope that we can realize at some point, although our skin may be different on the outside, our eye color might be different. Somebody may have hair, somebody else may have too much hair. And some people, you know, are, are big, some people are small, some people are tall, some people are short. That at some point we need to come to an understanding that life is so valuable, life is, is such a gift and when you can take the heart from anybody, as long as the blood type and the size fits, put it in somebody else. We're the same. You know, yes, we have different cultures, but I think that's what makes us interesting. Yes, we have different beliefs. I think that makes us interesting. We all have different hobbies and we all have different things we want to do, and I think that makes us interesting. I think that's what makes the world turn. And I think that there's a massive percentage of people out there that are that are really for the most part they're just good people. And there's a lot of good people that are fighting for sur for survival. Which we may consider them to be bad people, but they're not. They're good people, but hey, they're fighting for their survival. They're working or they're doing whatever it is that they need to do to put food on the table um, for their loved ones, just for themselves. They're just trying to, you know, they're just doing whatever they can to get ahead. And um, they're, they're good. We're good. We're, we're good people. We are. Yes, there's a few bad apples, but we, us, all of us, are good people and if we draw strength on who we are and what we are instead of what color we are then we're going to be way better off you know if if you're if you're speaking with a with a man who happens to be gay it doesn't make him any different um he, he's you know what if you blow a tire and he's the person that's going to help you change that tire because because you have stage four heart congestive failure and you can't change the tire and he's the guy that shows up to help you change your tire he's a good person that makes it means he's a good person it doesn't mean that we look down on him you know no matter what color that man or woman is or whatever and we just we just really really need to value life we need to accept life and, and and live it and live it together, live it in harmony the best we can and realize, that, yeah, there's going to be times that we don't get along and realize that, yes, there are assholes out there and those people we need to just set aside. But the rest of us, we're still allowed to discuss things. We're still allowed to disagree on things. But in the end, we're good people. We may be different, but we're good people. Take care out there, everybody. And uh, thanks for listening to the podcast. And um, uh, if you have any questions about my training or what I'm doing, um, ask me. 
And if I can help you, I will. Because sometimes I have no idea what I'm doing. I'm still learning just like everybody else. And um, remember how, how awesome everybody is out there. Okay? And uh, everybody um, have a great day. See ya.